Welcome to the Sisters of Resistance podcast for the week of August the 4th, 2019. The speakers on this podcast sometimes use bad words, and so listener discretion is advised. Find us on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Apple iTunes at Sisters of Resistance, all one word. And find us on Sisters of Resistance on Facebook. And email us at sistersofresistance3 at gmail.com. I'm joined here by my sisters, Meg McIntyre-Sundin, Franny McIntyre-Sundin, and special guest, back from a gig in Albany, Max Sundin, <laughs> who is, by the way, Meg's progeny, who knew? But he didn't forget. So we're going to have Welcome, a Mac. wonderful Welcome, chat Thank this you. morning. Mac, nice to have you here this morning. It's a pleasure um, to be here. I'm so grateful that you're here. So and and, a, and Reggie, I want yeah. to welcome Franny as my sister wife. <laughs> She's ah, yes. Franny, you can come and help me with the dishes, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh. Fran, uh, fr yeah, it's Fran McIntyre, but uh, thank you, everyone. Reggie, thanks for oh, that okay. nice introduction. That's, I didn't even pick it up. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, she, that's funny. It is funny. It is funny. So we thought we would talk with a breath of fresh air. So because it's just been such a Debbie Downer week, you know, and we oh. just coming off of two, two more mass shootings, but we thought we would, would go back to Toledo, Ohio. And uh, Mac, tell us about your experience about, um, tell us about the, uh, the, the, the town meeting that, that Elizabeth Warren had. Share with us what your experience was. I would love to. First of all, I'd like to thank you for allowing me on the show. Awesome, awesome. To. <laughs> it's an honor and a joy to be a part of this show. Oh, stop. Part of, the, part of the movement. You're part of the sisterhood. Awesome. So, so excited to be here. I'm glad So you as did. you said, last Monday, I had the honor and the joy to see Elizabeth Warren in person. Awesome. She held a rally in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. And she was in Toledo because, so it was the day before the Democratic debate in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And for those who are not up on the geography, <laughs> Toledo is about 45 minutes from Detroit, so it made perfect ah. sense for her to stop there. And as everyone knows, Ohio is a battleground state that right. we very much hope to win back from the current president. And so she held it in Toledo at the University of Toledo, mm -hmm. and they ended up having more people than they expected show up. Oh, that's So cool. they had, it was a, uh, a type of, it was like a garage where they were holding it. But, yeah. And they had a tent outside, and the tent was there originally for people who were lining up to get into the venue. Yeah. But So the event was supposed to start at 6.30. We got there about 5.15, and by 5.15, it was already full. Wow. You said a, go a, garage, a garage, man? It was, like I mean, a it was like, it's like a workshop. It's a, I believe it's like a technology workshop. Yes, that's right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I think it was the biggest venue on campus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so how many people was, do you think were in there? It was filled out, you know, quite, oh, quite a few hundred were there. Really? Mm -hmm. um, and so they had a tent outside that they kept the rest of the, the uh, overspill there. Uh -huh. So we were part of that, but we were very fun to the, very close to the, the front of the tent. And so they opened the doors, it's kind of like you know, garage doors. And so we could see Elizabeth Warren was right there. Wow. And it was so much fun it was so great to be in a the same place as so many other excited people and i was saying people mm -hmm. are very excited to 
defeat Trump, but also to find someone who they believe in. Ah. So not just uh, anybody but Trump, but yeah, I think someone who they can actually would be excited about knocking on doors for mm-hmm. and supporting. So I think Elizabeth Warren is one of, you know, there are a lot of really great candidates out there right now. Yeah. And she is one of the many new exciting candidates who I think can really inspire uh, the Democratic base, young people, minorities to go out and vote for her. Nice. And so she was there. She gave, she talked a little bit about her life, which was really informative. I didn't realize, um, you know, she came from very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. The growing up in Oklahoma and having three older brothers. And so very inspiring story. Really, you know, she's a really a self-made woman. Yeah. Yeah. And so she told her story again, also very different from the current presidents. Uh, well, as we all can, yeah. Mm-hmm. As we can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a very powerful voice. It's, she's not yelling. She, it's steady. It's strong. Yeah. And it just makes you hang on her every word. Wow. And she's also, she's very smart. Yeah. And she's able to dissect very complex and detailed policy issues, but in a way that makes sense to everyone. It's accessible, but doesn't feel like she's talking down to you. Wow. Boy, um, that's a key. And so it is right, you know, she, her, her famous phrase is, I have a plan for that. Yes. And she unveiled her new trade policy. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Um, you know, again, I think she's hoping to, you know, bring these bread and butter economic issues to the populace and, you know, through that counteract Trump's message of make America great again. Mm-hmm. And so she talks about how traditionally trade policies have been negotiated by big multinational corporations who could care less yeah. about the average yeah. working person. And so her main, you know, the crux of the argument is that she wants to bring more people to the bargaining table. So not just the CEOs, but also the uh, union members, environmentalists, uh, humans right, human right workers, so that we can all, we can negotiate deals that are going to benefit everyone and not just the top 1%. Yeah. So again, it, it's great for the way she's able to unpack these policies in a way that gets everyone excited. Yeah. And uh, it was just very, very inspiring. So again, I think it's, it's, a great, it's a great time to be a Democrat. Well, you know, uh, there, there, I ahead, think the, uh, she had, what I saw is just tremendous energy, tremendous energy, and then works the crowd, gets in there, and then the, the concept of, of what she is, is doing the selfies with, she's got 35,000 selfies out there at this point as of the 4th of July. And uh, I know you had a couple of selfies done with her, so I want to hear about that. But just yes. the level of energy that she brings into things and then she dives into the crowd and she's shaking hands and she's friendly and hugging people and everyone loves her. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, it really somebody that can explain policy. I mean, I think that was the problem with Hillary is that she, she didn't explain policy. She was a policy wonk, yet she couldn't, she didn't really explain it. And she Mm -hmm. didn't dive into, you know, Detroit and she didn't go to some of these places. So not to talk disparagingly about her, but I think, I think, um, I think Elizabeth has a winning combination, a winning, winning personality, smart, capable. I think she can take on Trump in a nanosecond. Franny, what were your thoughts? What were you going to say? Well, I think that uh, she's very, very bright. And I have so much respect for people that can take a really complex subject and suddenly make it clear to me. 
you know, mm -hmm. suddenly, you know, reduce it to the terms that I can grasp it. And she seems able to do that. Um, right. And I, I, I love her energy. I love her style. I love the fact that she will sit for every single selfie that anybody wants to take, you know, after these events. Yep. And she's so yep. wise because a personal connection like that really cements you to the candidate. You know, yes. Mac is being very gracious and he's looking still at all the other Democratic candidates of which there is, you know, such a, a wealth of other possibilities. But I bet the fact that he has a picture of his brothers and, and, and Elizabeth is going to make yeah. a big difference That's to huge. him when it comes time to walk into the ballot box. Right. And uh, walk into the ballot box. He walks into the, <laughs> fill, out, fill out his ballot. Put his ballot in the ballot box, I guess. Um, and so, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm, I'm so gratified to hear that. It was, a, it was really cheering. I mean, where I'm at with Elizabeth at the moment, you know, my feeling about the whole debate, I loved the first night. I thought the first night was great. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, the way Elizabeth handled herself. I love the fact that she and, and Bernie didn't go after each other. I love the fact that there weren't, wasn't the level of attack that happened on night two, which just really turned mm -hmm. me off completely. Yeah. Um, and um, I felt a little bit of, uh, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a Democrat, I'm a liberal. She feels a little bit to the left for me, you know, mm -hmm. just a little bit too left on some of her positions. You know, she and Bernie being on the same page with a lot of stuff gives me a little bit of a concern. However, I heard something yesterday on Pod Saves America that really grabbed me. And, and, and they were saying that with Elizabeth, she is somebody you can trust. Mm. And that connection that she is somebody whose integrity and confidence and energy is so high that she can take it to Trump, she can win, and she can lead us is very high. I may not agree with her on every single thing, but I feel that she will come to the right and the best decision for all Americans. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm really getting behind her. I, yeah. know I still have some feelings for Joe, but I'm really seeing her as, uh, as, a, as a central candidate in my uh, choices. Um, Mac, talk to us about the selfie process. How did that happen? Tell me about that. It's so, it was a lot of fun. I, you know, there was a, a moment that I want to share with you. It's that yeah. it really exemplifies the type of person she is. So as, as I was saying is the venue filled up by 515. And so we were waiting in the tent that was outside the actual mm -hmm. venue. And so she arrived at 630 and she immediately comes outside to greet all the people who couldn't make it inside. Oh, that's cool. So she came in and she told us, you know, she said, we have good news and bad news. Bad news, the venue's filled. Good news, the venue's filled. It's filled <laughs> up. So she said, oh, thank you all for waiting here. And yeah. I know it's hot out here, but I want to let you know that I appreciate your support. Wow. And that I will be here for as long as it takes to make sure I get a selfie with everyone who wants one. And so wow. the fact that she comes immediately to the people who were left outside, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it fits into her whole message of, you know, she's not going to take any corporate money. She is right. there for the small donations for the, you know, for the people, really, which it goes into, um, for any what you were saying about the trust and someone you mm -hmm. can you trust. But anyway, so after the, so the event lasted for about an hour and a half. She mm -hmm. told her story. She introduced some of her policies and then she had time for, she left some time for questions. And so the question she they handed out raffle tickets at the beginning. Yeah. Then if your number was picked, you could ask a question. Unfortunately, I wasn't picked, but there was, there was still some pretty good questions. Um, after the event, she then waited for selfies. And so 
again, this is, I think, is her one her kind of her her thing after events. And so I was there with my two brothers, and at the beginning of her rally, she had talked a little bit about her childhood and how she had three brothers and how they were always called the boys, <laughs> you know, the boys. And so when we get up there, I I told her, well, we should tell her that you know we we're we're three brothers and everyone calls us the boys too. <laughs> and so we get up there and we told her that, and she just it was this immediate feeling of connection with her. She lit up and she said, oh, yeah. you know, my brothers still call me for advice. I call them for advice. And, you know, let's take a picture <laughs> together. Um, and again, very personable. Again, she feels very authentic that when you have yeah. a conversation with she really does care, which I think is, was one of the issues that made people expressed with Hillary Clinton was that, you know, the, you know whether fair or not, yeah. whether the question was fair or not, that she didn't connect. So again, I think she is someone who can get the Democrats not just revved up about defeating Trump, but also for supporting her, yeah. which I think is going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be, it, that's going to be the crucial mix is being able to want to defeat Trump and, but also support her individually as a candidate. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and look she how she's ris risen in the polls. She yeah. has mm -hmm. just done it by hard work and just yep. showing up yep. and con exactly. con uh, consistently coming across as the smartest person in the room Absolutely. and most energetic person in the room. Um, and she's energy. Second, to, uh, second to Biden at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, she said that they, she's had, they've had taken, they've had 90 hours of meeting voters and that's because she's not taking big donor money. And that's what they said, you know, taking big donor money. So how did the actual picture get transpired? How did it happen? Set it up for us so we can get a visual. So afterwards, after the event was over, they had a group of volunteers. And I want to say first that the rally was run, it was ran very smoothly. Nice. They had, she had the volunteers who were out making sure people stayed in line. They had water bottles they were handing out to people. Wow. Um, it was all very orderly. It was run very smoothly. Nice. Like, you know, like a well-oiled machine. Yay. Which I think is also very important. You can see that. Very important. She, yeah. it's she, or if it's her, uh, her staffers are able. To, you need in order to win, you're going to need a well-oiled campaign. Sure. So um, afterwards, they then told us to get in line, and they had Elizabeth was up, stayed up on the stage where she had given her speech, mm -hmm. and then you could get in line. And then when you get when you got up to right before you took a picture, they took. They had staffers who were taking your bags, probably for yeah. security reasons. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so you get up there, and then they ask you how many people is it going to be one, you know, one person? Is it a group of people? You get up there, and then you're just there with her. And it's a little <laughs> bit of really starstruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you have, you, you think wow. that you had all these things you want to say to her. Yeah. And you get up there, and you just, your mind goes blank. <laughs> it's a little bit like um, the Christmas story when the little boy sees Santa Claus <laughs> for the first time. Yes. Um, and so I, I was able to, it's all kind of a blur now, but I told her that, you know, we're the three brothers and that she's very inspiring. And she, we talked for, it felt like a long time. I think when you're at the moment, the adrenaline's going, it feels like, you know, seconds oh, feel like yeah. hours. Sure. It's all a bit of a blur, but I, I could feel the connection. There. Nice. Authenticity, nice. I think is the word that I would use to describe it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, and then they just, so they had a staffer who was there who was taking, so we would hand our cell phone off to the staffer. Mm -hmm. The staffer would take the pictures, hand, us back, hand the phone back to us. We get off the stage. Someone is waiting with our bags. Yeah. And Brilliant. again, very well. Brilliant. Done. 
very well run. Well, the pictures are awesome. I'll get, uh, if it would, could I ask you, could I put some, could I put one on the Sisters of Resistance website on the, on the sure. Facebook page? Would that be okay with you if I did that? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And uh, it's a beautiful picture. She's got a great smile. All you guys are smiling up a storm. So she is really, I really get a sense from her that she just is so, so wants, wants to help the, the working man is the be really the best person for the job. I think, and I think the Russians escaped the death of her. And I mm -hmm. certainly know that Wall Street escaped the death of her. So that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad yeah. thing. You know? So, um, uh, Meg, any thoughts on your, your brilliant son here? <laughs> well, uh, uh, I don't want to direct you, Meg, but uh, I remember you saying something about there were a few protesters there. Oh. Speak about that. There were outside the venue, so in the parking lot. Yeah. There were quite a few people who arrived yeah. um, in pickup trucks and had huh. their Make America Great Again signs. Uh-huh. And huh. so they were far enough away that if they were chanting anything, I, I, don't, I don't think they were. Yeah. They're far enough away that if they were saying anything, we couldn't hear them. But they definitely had their uh, Trump signs out. Uh-huh. And so wow. I don't know if that is a, a sign of fear. Fear down um, insecurity. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think that Warren's message could appeal to a lot of people who Absolutely. have felt. I think if, you know, those who may have supported Trump for economic reasons, yeah. you know, I think their message could her message could appeal to them. Cool. In many very ways. Cool. So maybe there's, but I, I think she's That's very exciting. smart to be starting in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Franny, do you have anything else for Mac that you'd like to share before we move on, or what's up? I, I just, I, I just uh, think that she's very consistent in her presentation of herself as real. She's yeah. real. Mm -hmm. She's real. Even simple choices of how she looks—the simple hairdo, mm -hmm. the simple, the clear colors—you know, the yeah. simple kind of kind of open jacket, you know—but not, uh, just not uh, looking like some kind of, I don't know. She just looks natural, like a yeah. regular, you know. Uh, middle-aged woman and and healthy and energetic and it just seems to project being a real genuine authentic person that you can trust you know right. that you believe and I think that's uh, I think that's really going to be the key ultimately is who do you really trust who do you believe that's exactly right I agree I agree completely um, I'd like to I'm in a I'm in a bit of a spin about this um, Netflix movie that I have seen that I saw on Netflix called the the movie I it's a documentary on Netflix about, it's called The Great Hack, H-A-C-K, The Great Hack. And I just wanted to share about it. It has to do with Cambridge Analytica and basically how the information was obtained uh, from, fa from Facebook in order to, in order to direct um, ad political advertisements and the political discourse to specific groups um there is a article in the washington post wherein they interviewed the woman that was i'll say in charge of that particular department of cambridge analytica if you will her name is Brittany. Brittany kaiser Brittany kaiser Brittany kaiser um was and who is historically is a is, well she's a 30 year old 30 year old woman when she got involved with with cambridge analytica she's a democrat she had a, a, a family that had, that had financial problems. And so she 
she met she she met up with what's his name nix his last name is nix um mm -hmm. the guy that that runs cambridge analytica mm -hmm. alexander nix alexander nix yeah and so i guess the takeaway from what i'm trying to get at is you've got to see this documentary it is just frightening how much they know about us from our data points and our, our information on facebook and as the documentary is, is finishing up and closing, it mentions that Hillary Clinton had, you had 66,000 ads that she ran during the campaign and that uh, Trump 45 ran 5.9 million ads. So his ads were all over the place, everywhere, directed, incited, just like he continues to do today. It's a frightening proposition. Now, I can't remember with, I, I, it, okay, so Cambridge Analytica, I believe, came from this organization called SCL, which I think was run by Steve Bannon and that Mercer guy with the express intent of, 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 of electing Republicans. So, and, and as I understand it, Facebook put out a survey you know, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Hell, we may, I may have filled out the damn survey. I don't know. Years, you know, prior to Trump getting elected. And here we are. Here we are. And the most frightening thing of all that is making me crazy is that, you know, Moscow Mitch and Leningrad Lindsay don't want to do anything about it. Want to do nothing about it. So that's my level of outrage this morning. Meg. What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I was completely knocked out, and uh, I haven't seen that. Um, Meg, I'm getting Meg, I'm getting okay, some, I'm getting some back feed from you. Okay, I know what's I know what's causing. I'm going to take care of it. I can jump in, Reggie, for a second. Okay. To, to yep. me, the thing that was so alarming was that Cambridge Analytica bragged about having five thousand points of information on every American voter. Yeah. 5,000 points of data mm -hmm. uh, based on all the information that they harvested from Facebook. Right. Um, and that that's what they were using to direct these uh, emails, I mean, the Facebook messages into. And, and Reggie. Uh, with that uh, express purpose. Right. Um, sorry, is that better now? Yep, that's much better. It, it was just that Mac and I were too close together. Okay, so um, go ahead. The one thing that I have filled out about what I like and don't like was Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean. And but mm -hmm. you think if you can access to all these different things, I notice how I will get targeted ads. Yeah. For you know, if it's so it is it is shocking. Um, I was heartened by Mac and the boys' stories of the uh, of the rally, mm -hmm. and um, Mac didn't get to finish this. He didn't think to finish the story, but basically. Those protesters were there till it started to rain. <laughs> <laughs> no balls. Then they all no left. Guts, no so glory. Said, yeah. We can we can hope for uh, hope for rain on election day. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that gave me some hope was that 45's nominee to replace um, for the director of intelligence. Yes. Has dropped out. Oh yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. It's Ratcliffe. clear that there is yeah. absolutely gone, no yeah. vetting. Yeah. But yeah. there is some sense, some sense of, you know, too much. But of course, they did, uh, the Senate did push back on some nominees for the, um, 
the, the place that, uh, the guy that manages the interest rates push oh, back yeah. on that, but mm -hmm. that's because it Federate. involves money. Fed. Yeah. The Fed. And that involves money. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Moscow Mitch is driving him nuts. Yeah. I think we that, should say it yeah. all the time. I do. The too. performance by Lindsey Graham in uh, not permitting any amendments or discussion to legislation, just voting it out of committee this week. Yeah. Uh, it really, it really has been horrifying. But I, I believe as, as uh, a couple of people have mentioned that the important thing is to, is to sort of pick out other issues because mm -hmm. as upset as I am with the operation in Washington, um, people know about it and they don't care. Yeah. They know he yeah. lies. They don't care. Yeah. They, you know, all these things. And, and I'm going to try to look at health care. Now, of okay. course, it's so difficult to propose health care, the same way that you can't prescribe something unless you meet someone and know their exact needs. But uh, it's very easy to criticize. Always easy to find out things that are wrong. But basically, I wish that the Democrats would just say that we're going to enhance the system make it cheaper and more available because Republicans feel no need to come up with any details. Mm -hmm. And I also feel heartened that I think we've learned our lesson not to let news commentators pit us against each other. Boy, that's the you truth. know, say in effect, yeah. I'll hold your coats, you two fight. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're just giving Republican mm -hmm. talking points. More talking and, points. Yep. And I, I, the first debate, I felt so much better. The second one, I had to leave several times. It mm. was too upsetting for me to see Democrats attacking Democrats. And there's really no point for it. But uh, those were the encouraging things for me. The fact that, that he did, that 45 went too far in nominating his little buddy from from texas yeah. and uh so reggie you mentioned maybe noons do you think he'll put noons up next uh, that was that was um well if if that was if 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 trump gets reelected, that he would okay he would okay. nominate him for cia which i hope is a joke oh okay okay i was hoping he would do it now and get him yeah. off the committee that he's yeah. on but yeah, yeah yeah uh no that's that's fine but uh yeah and and just one final thing is uh, Fran, you said you, you, you wish you had Elizabeth Warren's ability to explain things, but I have to tell you, when you explained why she seems so trustworthy, yeah. and she does, and I have strong opinions on policy, I'm a policy wonk too, but I trust her enough, she would say, we can't do that because right. of the impact on X, Y, and Z, yeah. I would believe her. Yeah, exactly. Frankly, there's no one else in Washington today that I would believe. Mm -hmm. I believe that she would be going, and she just makes me think of uh, this uber Girl Scout leader. Yes, prepared, yes, yes. Yeah. trustworthy, yeah. patriotic, mm -hmm. uh, just what we all want to be. And, um, you know, I, I, I have to look for heartening things. And I believe that she really could be a good president. And again, you know, Joe, right, but, uh, right. first of all, I'm going to vote for anybody that's blue. I don't care. I'll vote for Marion Williamson. Mm -hmm. I will vote. That is the issue. However, I do think that she's a relatively fresh face yeah. and that she doesn't run high negatives as far as I'm concerned. And who cares what Trump wants to make up? He hasn't been able to, to, to really get any wood on her. 
Right. That's right. right. That's right. He really has and not. And he been. must be scared to death of her because she would take him to pieces. Sure. And she was a high school debater, Franny, as you know, a championship <laughs> high school debater. Right. And that well, at Franny was a championship high school debater. Well, I I, I <laughs> diddled a little, but basically, it was it was a great skill for her, and, and I think that's one of the reasons she's so good. Well, that mm-hmm. turnaround that she did with uh, with uh, John Delaney about how. Oh. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't see why anybody would want to run for president to just talk about things that you couldn't do. It was just brilliant. And that it was so naturally win. delivered. It wasn't cruelly delivered. It wasn't unkind. And it uh, wasn't it was just, a nickname. It wasn't a, a crazy that's right. nickname. It was, it was only kind of what he deserved, you know, from being, mm-hmm. you know, like Reggie says, a, a, a Debbie Downer about the whole thing. The thing that kind of, um, you know, gave me a little bit of cheer this week, um, you know, I, I noted, as we probably all have, that 118 of the 235 Democrats have come out in favor of, a, of an impeachment inquiry. Yeah. But even so, the, the body politic has not moved. It's really only 37% or 39% that favors impeachment. We're not getting any closer. And then it occurred to me that, you know, defeating Trump at the polls reduces the risk that Pence or anybody would ever pardon him. And ah, that gave me great yeah. warmth to think of because Good. if we if we impeach Trump, he's not going to leave, you know, peacefully yeah. without some promise of a pardon. You know, Nixon tried to hold out, and Ford always said he didn't do it, but then he he pardoned him thirty four days later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I don't trust any of them if that would have happened. And so I come back to Nancy, who says she wants to see him in prison, which just went right up Trump's nose so far he couldn't even see. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that gave me a little bit of a good. Bit of warmth. Good. And just a good point that good, if good, we can good. if we can defeat him at the polls, he's going to get hurt. Yeah, um, no and that's pie. why he's so, so afraid of uh, Kamala. Um, a couple other things. I had conversation with the folks last night and it, it did this. This registered with me as true with this observation this person was making that it's really frightening about this country that Trump seems to express what so many people internally feel and don't want to admit, but they are glad that he's expressing it. Mm. All of his yeah. cruelty and his bigotry yeah. and his corruption, um, and he's expressing it, and they favor it. And this shooter last night at Walmart from his manifesto proves it. Yeah. Uh. His, his statement is really, there's been something that's been, been on Twitter about his manifesto really capturing comments from so many from presidential and Republican tweets, you know, that he's not somebody that's going to be able to write a manifesto on his own. It's just captured from all right. these thoughts. And so he's no Ted Kaczynski. You know. that, that, that's right. That, that, that there are so many people are happy that he's expressing this, this filth and, and, you know, the statement about Cummings house being, being broken into. And he says too yeah. bad. Yeah. I, 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 it's inconceivable. And, you know, we're just getting gaslit, you know, he's going right. to say he's got nothing to do with the Walmart thing. And then we're yep. going to spend all week talking about, is the president responsible for this or not, not on cable TV? As he runs away from what he does, ah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very difficult time. It's a very difficult time. And I worry the polls can't pick this up. People don't want to admit mm-hmm. right, publicly. Right. You know, I was with some people and I thought, these, these people are with Trump and they don't want to admit it. Right. And the other people are going to walk in the you know, climb back in the ballot box and, <laughs> and vote for him, you know? So anyway, um, I'm, I'm uh, so pleased that Mac was there. I think yeah. the fact that, uh, that Elizabeth took a picture of my nephews yep. uh, with her 
It's cool. Um, it's very cool and makes me feel even more personally connected. Um, so I just want to, I just want to swing back to this, um, docu-series, the documentary called The Great Hack. The, the reason why it, it was begun was there was an individual, uh, a, a, a guy who wanted to get his data from Facebook mm -hmm. and he tried every which way that he could. And that is the germination of this docu-series. And the bottom line, the end result was that he was not able to get his data. Um, and so <clears throat> it ends, he continues to work towards getting his data. And relative to that, I have to tell you, I listen to Spotify, I listen to classical music, and anybody that knows me knows I love cats. Well, what does Spotify put on for me to listen to? As, gee, maybe you'd like to listen to this. Classical cats. Now, how does wow. Spotify pick that <laughs> yeah. up? And Reggie, they sent it to me too. I guess because like guilt by association. I was like, <laughs> what? I, I what was is send, this? I was going to send it to you. Oh, I all right. No Maybe yeah, that's it. Well, no, it's hilarious. But oh, is this have any connection? Yeah, any connection? It's like all oh, the cat okay. ladies. Yeah, you know. I was stunned. I was like, how in the hell does Spotify know I like cats? I've never mentioned it to any of them because there's all some big data storage place in the cloud somewhere. That's got to be that's got to be it because you know I've had foot problems as you both know. Yeah. Um, and and suddenly on Facebook I'm getting ads for Thai shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oxfords and fancy sneakers and every kind of Thai shoe. Nobody's sending me stilettos, and I'm like, how do they know? <laughs> that I'm in the market for tied shoes. I don't know. And I, and our listening audience should know that Franny likes outrageous shoes that I call slappers, and then I'm going to slap her because she bought them. So she is not a tie shoe type of person. No, that's right. Not, not no my choice shoes. at all. No tie shoes. Well, you but know that's what I'm getting. You know, and this uh, this girl, this gal, Brittany Kaiser. I mean, she. I think she was a. It was a very heady experience for her. All of a sudden, she's rolling around with these high rollers and she's drinking champagne and going to fox hunts and all this other stuff. And, but then I think, I think, you know, I don't know if you read the article, Franny, but she has tried to, she refers to herself as a whistleblower, but she became a whistleblower after all the shit broke That's loose. Right. And, That's you know, right. Zuckerberg is up yeah. testifying, you know. Right, so, right. She's, she's too late to be a whistleblower. Too late to the party, you know. But right. yeah. he, I don't know. Uh, it, is, it is frightening to me that, and this is going to happen again. And that freak is going to get elected again if we just, you know. Right. They, with, they, with the help of Moscow Mitch. Matt, Moscow Mitch and Leningrad Lindsay. I mean, I, it's, it's a frightening time. So, um so I, you know what, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I think we can wrap it up uh, unless anybody has anything else. Mac, we haven't heard from you. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with us? Uh, unfortunately, I banished him to, to oh, end okay. the feedback problem. Oh, all right. <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem at all. No, I, um, if I, 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 I got, I'm sending five bucks a month to Warren right now. I'm probably going to up it to another five. I think I need to send this this podcast to them just to let them know how wonderful we think she is. So, oh, that's, a great that's idea. nice. And plus she needs file. all those individual donors. But again, yeah. the 40,000th selfie yeah. took place at Toledo and it was some people in the line behind Mac and Robin. That's so wonderful. That is so they were, wonderful. they were that close to it. And again, she 
made them feel. She told them to hashtag the photo, Betsy and the boys. Yeah. Uh, she was so natural with them. Yeah. And again, as Franny mentioned, the way she dresses, she just, yeah. you know, a shell, a, a blazer and some pants. Yeah. Yeah. And she's set plain hair, little earrings. Yeah. Um, she's just washing wear, ready yep. to work for us. All very doable and ready to go. I you know you, I you're agree. right. You know, not to, but just Margaret, it's not even a blazer. It's just an open jacket. That's what I meant. I meant, yeah. No, but, but, but you're right. Wash and wear. That's just exactly right. She it's the washing freedom wear. fabric. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what she's wearing is wash and wear separate. Yeah. exactly right. Yeah. All right, so um, so we're going to end this today, re listeners. Um, I was going to say our readers, listeners. As discussed today, Trump's vain, reckless, and self-serving actions undermine the rule of law and our American way of life. So join the Sisters of Resistance. Yay. And when you see bullshit, you call it out. Bullshit. And, you, and if you see racism, you call that out too. Racism. Hey, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Franny, Meg, and Mac, wherever you may be. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and we will see everybody next week. And resist. Resist. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.